another episode of Let's Rewatch, the show where we like to watch movies we loved in our youth and see if they're still any good. I'm Nick. I'm Brett. I'm Sam. I'm Ash. I'm not introducing myself yet. <laughs> you can introduce yourself, special guest Marissa Skell. I want to introduce. Take some initiative. We we have a guest this week who needs no introduction, <laughs> so I won't introduce you now. But I'm going to say my name is Marissa Skell. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Marissa. Who you may remember from episode two of Let's Rewatch. Yeah. We watched Jumanji. OG. Jumanji. So welcome back, Marissa. You may Thank not you. remember Nick, though, because you did fall asleep. I might not remember. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember everything. This might mark two for two. Maybe you just fall asleep for the movies that I watch. Maybe. Maybe. So this time we're watching a movie that plugs directly into a holiday. This is the Festivus classic 10 Things I Hate About You. It is a Festivus movie, right? Because that's the holiday that's all about airing grievances. Oh, okay. <laughs> mwah, mwah, mwah. Mwah. Okay, it's a, it's a Valentine's Day movie. God, I can't do stuff like that. I don't even, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not like Valentine's Day happens in the movie. Okay, but it's a movie about the heart. Yes. It's yes. a romance. It's a... Uh, something, something topical. Yeah, redoing of Shakespeare's... Um, I should know this. Wait, do you guys not know this? So I do know this. Taming yes. of the Shrew. I wasn't yes. sure if I was going to say it before or after. Oh. But I just now spoiled you just it. open that Damn book. Taming the Shrew, stop it. I wanted to play a little game. So there are a lot of movies that are based, not based on Shakespeare movies. Okay. Now don't name any of them, but who do who of you thinks you know a lot of these? Can any of you name a lot of them? Wait, that are based on Shakespeare yeah. movies? That are based on yeah. like, you know, Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet. That's, right. not, you know, something You're like You're talking this. about adaptations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I got a couple. Yeah? You think you could knock some down? Anybody else want to want to go against the the... The master here? Anybody want to challenge? I, know, I only got I know one movie. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing. You got yeah. nothing? You can't think of any? I'm, I'm just I the mean, pretty face in a faceless podcast. I had the internet to help me, but I have... I have a <laughs> you do have here. a face for radio. It's great. <laughs> Thank you, Ash. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't know. There's some big names on here. Like, what, what do you have in mind? Well, the biggest one that I can think of is the whole Lion King as Hamlet okay. thing. Oh, yeah. And then I think the one I was thinking of is actually not Shakespeare, but um, the female writer who wrote all those awesome romancy things. Jane Austen? Jane Austen. Oh, Emma? there have been a lot of when, new when Jane Austen redos, yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Are some of Jane Austen's things Isn't Emma... Um, mm-hmm. Emma Pride and Prejudice, Emma. Yeah. Is Emma just straight up a, a play or a book of hers? Can't remember. My my Jane Austen knowledge is not there. Yeah. I yeah. Know. I think all I got is Lion King. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know, I was reading that Lion King 2 is basically Romeo and Juliet. But Ugh. I haven't seen Lion King 2. No. That doesn't exist. I think you guys are missing a huge one. Like a probably I feel one. like I am. Probably. I feel I like you're gonna say this. them and then I'll be like, oh, oh yeah. Shit. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what's like gonna West Side Story. Oh, of course, like, that's the big yeah, one, yeah, right? yeah. I've actually never seen West Side Story. I don't think I've seen it either. I haven't seen it all the way through. I had, I had side side story. I had an English <laughs> teacher once who was sick, and so we had you know a substitute in, and the substitute was like, "All right, your English teacher," because we were reading Romeo and Juliet. He was like, your English teacher wants me to have you guys watch West Side Story. So he put it on for like 10, 15 minutes. And we were all like, 
this movie sucks. And he was like, <laughs> yeah, it really does. You guys want to stop watching it? And we're like, yeah. <laughs> wow. So I've awesome. never seen the whole movie. Wow. That's fantastic. That's harsh, man. I mean, and I even like Shakespeare, but I, I don't know. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to second that. And this it's is coming not. from somebody who worshipped uh, Stephen Sondheim growing up. Oh, yeah. But That's Stephen Sondheim great. actually uh, completely swore off that entire musical because he hated it so much. Oh, wow. Interesting. So he wrote the music for that? Yeah, I think Leonard Bernstein was the primary composer and he came in and he was like this new hot young composer who made a lot of the main um, themes in the piece, but he later was went on the record saying that he thought it was garbage. I love when you're like not confident and your voice keeps going on. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to hear a, a lot of that because I really don't remember most of this <laughs> or any of the actors' names in this. Oh, you'll remember. Mm. Yeah. You'll remember. Yeah. There's, There's some big well, names in this I, I know HL, but that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I think this movie brought Keith? us some of our important players of the day. Are there any Arnold movies on the list? <laughs> Not that I saw. Mm. Um, Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. You know, I would not be shocked to see him Please. play Hamlet. Or no, I'm thinking King Lear. Yeah. Something like that. He would be a good King Lear. Yeah. I'd buy him. There, the in Last Action King. Hero, he's, he does that that scene where he's like, to be or not to be. <laughs> Pulls out the gun, not to be. <laughs> So um, Akira Kurosawa's Ron is based on King Lear. Um, There's a a, a movie that Julia Stiles also appears in called O, based on Othello. Mm, I remember when that came out and completely tanked. Yeah, I don't remember it being that popular. Is that the name of the movie is its own review? Oh. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, our, our big... Uh, stars here, of course, are going to be Julia Stiles, Heath Ledger, and um, JGL. Was that it for your Shakespeare list? Yeah, wait, that's uh, not was, like I've some got a few profound. Not, I, my mind I is was not expecting blown. Life-changing information. Here. Well, I was yeah. pulling out the most recognizable. So, really, I've not heard of any of those movies. You West listed. Side Story. Well, West Side yeah. Story. Okay. Um, oh, I didn't mention Romeo Must Die. That was clearly based on Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. Also, haven't um, with guns. There's Kiss Me Kate, which is interesting <laughs> because it's like. The story is actors playing out Taming of the Shrew while also the story itself has influences of Taming of the Shrew. So it's like okay. this double depth mm-hmm. thing. I think there was also a um, a movie that came out at Sundance probably four years ago that was a completely modern retelling of Shakespeare. And it all took place in one house, right? Oh, no. I was going to ask if it was that one where everybody's in L.A. Hmm. And it's like Romeo and Juliet in L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be the one I'm thinking of. But that was much older. You're not thinking of the Baz Luhrmann with Leo DiCaprio. That is the one I'm thinking of. Okay, yeah. There was another on the list, uh, She's the Man, which seems like it would have been around the same time period. It was a soccer. It was was that girl who had um, Amanda Bynes. She had Amanda Bynes? No, no, no. I was like tied up in her... (laughs) In her basement? <laughs> she gave birth to her. I thought it was a gave no, birth, but that's an even <laughs> totally yeah. darker statement. Dark Nick. I meant, yeah. She had this explains her. what happened to her the last few years. Jeez. <laughs> She's still tied up in her basement. <laughs> okay, so several half thoughts were said in that sentence. That girl who had her own SNL type show for kids, 
Amanda Bynes. The Amanda Show. Oh, there was a comma. <laughs> no, there were words no. that were supposed to gotcha. be spoken no, that yeah. were not. Gotcha, so. yeah. But, you know, I think the best thing that I saw when I was trying to find a list of movies based on Shakespeare was like, I don't think it was Yahoo Answers, but it was like just a question hanging out there. And it said, is Macbeth based on The Lion King? Oh, my question God. <laughs> oh, my God. Which I think is a very interesting question. <laughs> so, so painful. I love the idea of Billy Shakespeare in the theater like, this is good. I'm going to make a version of this. <laughs> was that a Mabim Bam question? <laughs> it sounds like a yeah, Mabim Bam question. Yeah. Should have saved that for the end. I feel like there's got to be really big ones we're missing because I feel like there's like really big ones. There's really big Shakespeare, like, uh, but they're not revisions. Yeah, yeah, like like loosely um, based. There's the Hamlet with why am I drawing a blank on his name? Ethan Hawke. Thank you. Thanks for all your help. You're You're welcome. Anytime. Yeah. The yeah the Ethan Hawke Hamlet was really big. No. Um, No. And there was a Lawrence Fishburne Othello, but. I'm, I think it's interesting the ones that are based on but not based on, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's interesting. So, yeah, I've never seen this. So I, and the only Shakespeare play I've ever seen on stage is Taming of the Shrew, <gasps> which this movie is based on. Really? So I'm very interested to see. I'm just amazed there's a movie you haven't seen because you have outsurpassed <laughs> any movie knowledge I, I could ever hope and dream to have. Thanks. <laughs> that is so interesting because I was worried that you – I know you hadn't seen a lot of Shakespeare and yeah. I was like, oh, he probably hasn't seen. So that's the one you saw in the Shakespeare Theater. Yeah, in the Globe Mother Theater in London. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was the first Shakespeare play I was professionally in. Oh, really? When wow. I was 13 years old, I got cast in the local community college production, which had um, paid a actor from New York to come in and like be the star of it. Wow. And Fancy. Yeah. In reality, it was I some didn't, like not big time actor, probably. Right? No, I, I think he was a soap opera actor. Oh, so, like, okay. you know, not not big to most people, but people who were knew who he was would have been impressed. And um, I had no lines, Aww. but uh, in one of the scenes in the play where he is purposefully like trying to, you know, make her anxious and uh, off kilter, mm-hmm. and he's throwing things all around the house. He threw a pot and I catched it. And that was my shining moment. Oh, that's wow. awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. I'm an actor with sometimes some coordination who can catch things. Wow. That's pretty badass. <laughs> like, you so, should just drop it and look out at the audience and then walk away. Like, every <laughs> night you had to like grab Like the mic. It. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Except this is like back in 1990-something when you didn't drop the mic. <laughs> so, yeah. Our, uh, our director here is Gil Junger, who I haven't really heard of. He's done a ton of TV. Things like... Uh, Kyle XY, Hope and Faith. Apparently, there was a sequel to Ten Things. Ten Things I Hate About Life. Really? Also directed. Oh no! Mm. But I think the big draw here are a, a handful of actors who we didn't really know at the time who are now big deals. Mm-hmm. Heath was Ledger. Pre Night's Tale. Yes. Oh yeah. Pre Night's Tale. Yeah. This is oh. 1998. Um, so yeah, Heath Ledger. This would have been after this would have been Patriot, then Night's Tale. And then Monsters Ball, and then a Wait, few years later, he was in Monsters back. Ball. Yeah. Whoa. Um, I know I was already a big JGL fan at this point. Oh, yeah. Because of Third Rock and the Sun. Because Third oh. Rock was after this. <gasps> it was Whoa. after. I'm Wait, no. Sure. no, no. There's six seasons of Third Rock. 
This was in the middle of Third Rock. He was like a kid in Third Rock. Yeah, there's he really no... was. I I haven't seen this. And so. the only reason I feel like I know this is because I just looked up that the fact that Third Rock continued after this mm. for another two seasons. Maybe when I was looking it up, IMDb sorted it by the end date for Third Rock. Yeah, because he was much much younger. Is that on how Third we Rock. shorten his name? Is JGL? I don't know. I just heard people doing it, and I want to be cool. <laughs> yeah. I, what about like if you said it as a word like jiggle? Jiggle. <laughs> that doesn't not or jiggle. Good. Jiggle. 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 No, it just kind of sounds uh, like geely, like that terrible. Oh. <laughs> you guys are right. Ten things I hate about you is 1999. Third Rock started in 96 to 2001. Because that was like one of his first things, right? Yeah. Third Rock. It, it had to he have been so young. I was massively in love now. with him at this time, guys. <laughs> he did some stuff as a child. Quantum Leap, L.A. Law, Dark Shadows. Yeah, he's a beast. Yeah, he'd been working for a while. Now he owns his whole network. And he was very, very boyish in Third Rock. Like, yeah. He was a child. Oh, he totally. was a child, but with the brain of an an adult, because that was his whole character. Yeah, and, yeah. and he, he played that character well. Yeah. Whether he was actually that smart or not, he played the character well. He faked us all into thinking he's very smart. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's still doing it today. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. I know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in love with him, guys. Oh, yeah. Big fan. Have you guys seen The Walk? I haven't seen that yet. The The story of the guy who walked across the Twin Towers. Oh. I did. You did? I haven't. Is or it seen? good? And I love Man. Robert Zemeckis. So, so I the, the increased, did you know, height in the voice is not just when I'm having trouble remembering things. Mm. You want to be nice to JGL? And it's also, yeah, but I don't want to. <laughs> Admit that you shouldn't go see it. Oh. It's kind of tough to buy him as French. I I th- actually think his accent and all that was fine. That was not my issue with it. Okay. I think it's just hard to turn that into a premise. The, the, the premise was hard to turn into a whole movie that could actually. Yeah. There's not a narrative structure there. He did the thing. Yeah. The end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they really milked it for what they could. And I just don't think it could be done better fair enough so yeah heath ledger and jgl and then also julia styles um and i think we kind of knew her at the time um but now she's a, a lot more popular she was in a bunch of the the born movies she a lot more popular now than she i feel was like then. this was her height uh, yeah. yeah i think this is what like <clears throat> i don't know if it was her height it was her no, introduction her height was that dancing movie yeah yeah was save the last dance mm-hmm because I was like, oh, she's doing a weird dancing movie now, huh? Yeah, but that one, like, it stuck around for a long time for some reason. Yeah, I guess and, so. And, like, they advertised it a lot of places. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was a very... I think it was popular. ...visible mm-hmm. movie. I really loved her in State and Maine, the David Mamet movie, which I'm guessing you guys haven't seen. We're all no. shaking our heads. She was basically, like, this teenage girl who... So it's like these people are making a movie in a small town and Alec Baldwin is the movie star who likes young women. And they're like trying to keep her away from Alec Baldwin because they know that he's going to try and. What the fuck? Yeah. This is a movie? And that's not the whole that point of the movie. That is what we but... should be watching for Valentine's Day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was some fun character stuff from both of them. And then who's the other female lead? Cause she is there somebody that I miss? I mean, having not seen the movie, I can't remember her name, but she oh, kind of yeah. disappeared. But the, she was in several movies at the time. No, I think you named her, but we just forgot promptly right after you named her. <laughs> no, I don't think I named her because I wouldn't 
have recognized her. Larissa Olenek. Mm. I always get Julia well, Stiles and Julia Childs mixed up. <laughs> Very different people. <laughs> Gabrielle Union is in this. Is no, who plays the the no the pretty sister. young yeah. sister that all the guys have the crush on? Uh, there's a character Mandela. Is that it? She looks very pretty. Oh wow! Her name. Hold on, I'm looking. Is it, it Bianca? Yes. Yes. Okay, that's Larissa Olenek. Larissa mm. Olenek. Who I don't really recognize. Yeah, you're she right. Almost has your name. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's in the Babysitters Club, but not much else. I feel like I had seen her around, but maybe not. She was a, a face of that era. Yeah. Oh, and there's um the guy who plays Michael. David Crumholtz. Why do I know Crumholtz? He's hilarious. I remember seeing this movie, but I remember so little of it. I don't remember what Joseph Gordon-Levitt does in this movie. He's in this movie? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Did you know he was in uh, Third Rock from the Sun? Oh, oh, okay. Yep. I didn't, the acronym didn't count. And then. Oh, we kept saying JGL and you didn't even know who we were talking about. No, I, I think what was happening was I was picturing the wrong actor. I was who's the the Taylor Thomas dude for some oh, reason? Oh, Jonathan Jonathan yeah, yeah. JTT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much of this era. You know why I'm thinking I know that girl who played Bianca is because she was on The Secret World of Alex Mack. That's why I'm thinking hundred percent. That's what she was. That's where I know that was a show where the premise was just that she melted into a puddle. Yeah, that's right. And we all loved it. That was bizarre. Weird her reason. her superpower was that she could be a puddle. Man, in the nineties, like, like simple shit like that was really, really like amazing. Blew your mind. Twins. Yeah, it's yeah. the it's the yeah. shitty it's wonder the twin. Advice. Sam. <laughs> it was. It was shitty wonder twin. So what do we expect out of this movie? Am I the only one what has not seen this movie? Um I've only seen it once and a long time ago, so I remember very little. Yeah, but for, I've technically for the amount seen that it. I remember it, it's pretty much I haven't seen it. Okay. So this for I, me, it's yeah. Oh yeah, I I was just assuming you two had seen it. I oh didn't yeah, even ask. I remember We've seen that it. scene specifically where they list the ten things. I was wondering if there would be a list. Yeah. <laughs> First, your fucking mouth pisses me off. <laughs> you don't know how accurate you are. Oh, okay. Only they said the so, word fucking though. That would be. I, perfect. I imagine Freddie Prince Jr. delivering this. <laughs> oh my God, he's in this. Is he? I don't know. I, I don't think he is, but yeah, he seems like the sort of guy it. who would list you're, you're thinking, clueless, right? No, you're thinking of the one where they re they give the artist, weird artist chick a makeover, right? Yes. Isn't that uh, one pretty? Yeah. What's that one? Um, yeah, that's totally it. The yeah. She's all that. She's all, yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I I've seen that one. And so when Kiss I think of 10 Things I Hate About You, that's the sort of movie I think of. Mm-hmm. Which is not the sort of movie I love, mm. so I don't know if I'm really the target audience for this film. So <laughs> you are doing the same thing. Am I? I'm looking forward to two things: <laughs> Keith Ledger and JGL in their youth. You know, see what the seeds were were that were being planted mm-hmm. there, and I'm really curious to see how it relates to Taming of the Shrew. Hmm. I think that'll be very interesting. I might be the one person who genuinely loved this movie. Then, oh no. Because this, uh, this, I fucking love this movie, guys. The Ash stands alone. Yeah, I guess I so. I didn't I'm, dislike it. I just don't remember it. It, it I, was I'm like looking one of my forward to watching it this time because I hated it so much when I first time I watched <laughs> wow. it 
that I actually think I'll enjoy it more now because I will feel more freedom to laugh and not take it seriously. And it might be mm. fun from like a, oh, the 90s perspective, yeah. you know? I think I'm going to have like this throwback kind of yeah. like, oh my God, look at how young, jo you know, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is. Whereas back then I was watching it with friends and you mm. had to kind of be nice. Can we call him Jogo? <laughs> I'm also curious to see like in Third Rock, he does this like, like he's faking a deep voice. I wonder if he does that in this movie. He's not the character from Third Rock. Yeah, so I'm curious <laughs> if he does that same thing. In no, this I don't think so. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> he's, so, actually, he's actually just a natural falsetto. <laughs> <laughs> so those are your expectations. Yeah, I think I'm going to enjoy it a lot more this time, actually. Okay. What do you think, Brett? Have you, you so you might have seen I, it? I have seen this. And the fact that it, it has stuck with me it's in such small portions. I think doesn't uh, bode well. Doesn't I guess. bode well. Uh, yeah, because I've because I've seen this and I remember nothing. I find you don't that remember. I don't remember the movies I don't like. You don't remember the shit has hit us the fanus. No, no. <laughs> no. See, so I can quote this language. movie. Whoa, I can That's impressive. Yeah, no, like this. This is one of the movies that I would quote from time to time and probably nobody knew what I was quoting. Well, at least we're all going to understand a small now bit more of Ash's yeah. brain. <laughs> so Sam, did you love it in your youth? Um, I don't remember, but I'm very excited to watch it and I suspect that I will love it because it's like totally what I love to watch. Is it's a like, chick flick. Yeah. <laughs> God knows we've seen enough dick flicks. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Gotta balance there were it dicks? Out. We're, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> See, I'm gonna explain it. So dick flicks are our term for the male equivalent of chick flicks, which mm. is action movies that are just Lots of titties. Action. There's, there's, no, usually, like, uh, there's usually some nudity. Yeah. And at some point in the movie, someone is killed by slapping to the nose. Yeah. Slapping <laughs> the nose bone into the brain. Yeah. yeah. Uh, last Boy okay. Scout. Yep. It happened. It was a dick flick. Mm -hmm. When's yep. the big um, one, though? There's the big one. That it was the substitute. That was the other one. Substitute. But no, no, no. What's the like really popular one? There's, but they've made multiple. It's Mission got Impossible. Bruce Willis. It's not oh. Die Hard. Is Die Hard Die is Hard. like a good example. I actually don't, don't know if the I'll nose thing happens in Die Hard, you, but I feel like Die Hard is more intelligent. I think than Fast and Furious for yeah. Ooh. To me, it sounds like fa the Fast and Furious franchise yes. sounds like your yeah. quintessential dick flick. Yes, those are dick flicks for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they're but they're fabulous in a way that most. Dick I mean, you got me so excited. True. Like I thought, I wanted to see a dick flick. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. Somebody should introduce to you to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> you can find this material. We don't need it to provide it to if you. If you type in dick flick, I'm pretty sure I'd get yeah. what I want, and not what you guys want. <laughs> so. You don't need to depend on us for that. <laughs> So we're going to give it a try. We're going to watch, uh, give it a try. We're going to watch a movie <laughs> that Ash loved and we're all going to enjoy it uh, called 10 Things I Hate I About You. So. I'll be watching Dick Flicks in the Corner. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to look up. I don't know if this is on Netflix. It is. Oh, okay. thank God. Because I was just like having a mini panic where I was like, did anyone look it up? Yeah, no, it's not for rent on Google Play. Uh, Weird, but it is on Netflix. Yeah, they're usually... The same Google and iTunes, so it's probably also not on iTunes. Weird. Um, but it is on Netflix. So Netflix in the United States has it. So if you want to check it out and then join us after watching it, and we'll talk about what we thought. I want you to want me. 
I need you to need me. I don't know what the next one is. <laughs> I love you to love me. And Nick will never get a word in. <laughs> Are we listening to assume shoes. that No <laughs> Doubt was just not short. available to do the movie? Is that yeah, what right. was happening there? Yeah. I mean, those weren't No Doubt songs, but... No, but it's clearly like, oh, we should have No Doubt in the movie. Oh, they're not going to do it. Okay. Let's well, get it was these. a genre and style of music of the time, I think. Fair no Doubt is just the one she, that has remained. She couldn't do what was expected, and No Doubt is pretty fucking expected. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No Doubt was too popular. Mm-hmm. Too popular. So I've compiled a list of <laughs> 10 things I hate about this movie. Oh, no. Oh. You really have, haven't you? No. Oh. <laughs> it's Aww. much longer. I have, que- I have questions. <laughs> Ten questions. I was I really hoping for the fucking sonnet here. Oh, God, no. no. You have disappointed me. I am really glad they answered the question of, what the fuck is going on with his accent? Oh. Because, <laughs> like, we know he can do an accent. You know, he can, he can fall into any character when he puts his mind to it, but it's just like... Is he American? Is he Australian? Like his accent was a mess. Really? But they did address it. Um, yeah. Questions that need answering. Yeah. I was gonna what? say it's called sex appeal. Yeah. Uh, a little yeah. bit of Australian. Is he? It, where is he originally from? Australia. Oh well, then why are you giving him such a hard time? Because it, it <laughs> seemed like he was doing a bad, a a bad job of covering his accent. Yeah, because he did Americanize it a little, because it was like he lived there as a kid, so he wasn't full Aussie. Yeah, so they they addressed it. Never go full Aussie. (laughs) (laughs) You'll never go. You'll have to fight the kangaroos off with a stick. So, yeah. So, So what'd you guys think? Uh, (laughs) Okay, (laughs) let me be the the positive one here. Yeah, I don't want to, like, take a dump on the whole thing. Yeah, you guys should talk. Because I hated it back then, and I loved it today. Yeah. Yeah, I I thought that it did have a very Mean Girls aspect to Mm -hmm. it, where there was just a lot of just very slapsticky, ridiculous humor that made me laugh. And yes, the romantic bits were still unbearable, but they were really kept... (laughs) More to a minimum than what I remember. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was yeah. so much fun. There were a couple of things that were a little dated e that I thought at, while watching it, but overall the comedy I think held up really well. There were lots of really funny little bits and there's heard, like always a gag. Yeah. Whether it's going on in the background or it's in the dialogue, like you really have to be paying attention, but there's always a gag. Yeah. It's yeah, pretty just good. Just like the, the side characters, like the mm-hmm. the uh, porn writer uh, counselor. Yeah. yeah. Or like, I think, I don't know if it was you, Sam, or somebody said like, why would they be trusting these students with a bow and arrow? And yeah. right <laughs> as you said that, she like shoots the guy in the ass. And, and they don't care. And no yeah. repercussion. Yeah, and then one yeah. scene later, Heath Ledger's singing a song, and that's that's a problem. Yeah, he, <laughs> and, and he assaults a cop, oh, no and there's no follow up on that. No, nope. <laughs> it's like the Footloose tone, but for singing. Yeah, <laughs> you can shoot us however you want, but don't sing. Yeah, I, I I certainly didn't hate this movie, but it was it, it was fun, but there were flaws. I would I would put this as my theory. I would say. Ash, to you, this movie is as So I Married an Axe Murderer is to me and Bryce. Okay. 
Yeah. Right. It's mm-hmm. like it was that thing that was dear to us at that specific point in time. Well, also, I guess you have to understand the backstory of in high school, I was cat. Like, okay. I very much was cat. I hated anything that was like considered cool and popular. And I was very much that girl that was like, I'm anti establishment, you know, little punk girl who's like, fuck all you people. So it was. <laughs> You know, and I hung out with like the goths and like the outcasts. So your little sister was a slut. (laughs) Yeah, played by you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I just hired you. Yep. (laughs) Just kidding. No, she's not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but so I think that's why I connected to Julia Stiles so much in the film, and like I was a big Shakespeare fan in high school too. So it just like to me hit all the notes i remember i even had the soundtrack to this movie and i listened to it all the time the soundtrack was pretty good it's really good yeah yeah it's so what so i married an axe murderer was to me yeah i had the soundtrack and Mm -hmm. you know i didn't like fall in love with a butcher or anything but (laughs) (laughs) i will argue though that the improv comedy was significantly better in this movie than so i married an axe murderer Is that what you think? (laughs) There was no butcher shop scene. Yeah. Oh, God, that's right. Yeah, but there was a weird paintball scene. Like, there There was a weird paintball scene. That was not that weird. Semi paintball? That was super romantic. I liked that scene. I did see paint balloon scene. Yeah, like, if you're going to paintball, it is a thing with paintball guns. Like, who does. I think that was one of those weird Hollywood workshopped things where it started in the script probably as an actual paintball game. Right. Yeah. And they were like, oh, no, this is too violent. They're shooting each other. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, they also like can't get stunt doubles for all that stuff if they're supposed to be like making faces at yeah. each other. Somebody actually like was like, you have to wear a mask if you're going to paintball. And they're like, but the paint. We want to do the paint. <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad you didn't say that it would have been too expensive because this movie ended with a helicopter shot of a band on a roof <laughs> for the end credits. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's yeah. just a dump truck full of money for the end credits. I imagine this movie made bank. Oh yeah. I think it was pretty popular at the time. Stupid cheap to shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is what we kind of don't get in theaters now is nobody's going to go pay to see a romantic comedy. So they don't make yeah. that yeah, many on it's these It's the anymore. gross out comedies now. Yeah. The what? The gross out comedy. Hangover. Maybe that's starting oh, to fade a little bit, yeah. but that's been the, the flavor of comedies. Yeah. Everybody tried to do one, and then for some reason we all decided that Rogan and team uh, get to keep doing them and no one else does. Well, they kind yeah. of started on my feet. Yeah. I don't know. Paul Feig still kind of does it. But he did like a million of those hangover movies. Yeah, but nobody liked any any of them except for the first one. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the Kevin Hart series. <laughs> Are those? I haven't really seen any of those. Are those gross out? They're not gross out. They just—he's like the one that is allowed to continue making comedy movies oh. every year. Or or Blart. Can you qualify oh. The Hangover as a romantic comedy? It's not really about. No, no, no. you're saying a gross, gross out. Movie. Movie. Oh, okay. I'm saying now we don't have romantic <laughs> comedies. Really I was like really confused. <laughs> I mean, it was, there it was, was a romance some... between. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess in the second one, there's a little bit with him and the hermaphrodite, I guess. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. The hermaphrodite scene got pretty loving. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, does everybody miss Heath Ledger? Yeah. Aww. It's yeah. a bummer. Who's your, I think who's he's... your favorite Heath? 
I actually really like him in Knight's Tale. Yeah. That is like one of my That's my favorite favorite films. That was a less diverse array of answers than I was I thought. I mean it's it's too easy, but it's the right answer that Dark Knight was Yeah. I know. It's one of the better movies ever made and he was pretty amazing. I'll say it's definitely like one of his most amazing performances, but it's not Mm -hmm. like my favorite. It's not like the thing where I'm like, oh, I love Heath Ledger, you know. I liked Brokeback Mountain if I had to actually. Really? A movie that was like my favorite performance of his. Wow. Where like I was just blown away. Yeah. Yeah. Just that way he's just like he embodied repression. The the self hate that's been beaten into him his whole life. One of the few people who's like made me like break down like crying in a way that i hurt <laughs> like that's how moving he was in that movie yeah he's pretty great wow i have to watch it again i haven't seen that one since i think the theater yeah. so i i do think this was a fun enjoyable movie i'm mm-hmm. not taking a dump on it but <laughs> now I, that you feel bad <laughs> i do feel it's my duty to mention that it did do that thing that i hate so yes. much in movies but I then it seen- undid it so the thing I'm talking about is that the guy sees the girl and immediately is in love with her based only on seeing her, mm-hmm. which is just, it's so flimsy. Well, first it's off, so it's an adaptation of Taming the Tr- Shrew. Mm-hmm. So th- that's just going to be given, right? I don't think uh, No, they didn't love each other show. in Taming the Shrew. Yes, it is. Petruchio no. loves Katarina from the moment he sees her? That's the point. Like, Everybody in this village was in love with her, but it wasn't like the first moment I saw her. It's like they knew her. She was a known element and uh, just generally people liked her. But this is like, it's like in the Lego movie. Oh, you mean like, Bianca or Katarina? Bianca is the one that oh. everybody, because that was Joseph Gordon-Levitt. The second he lays eyes on Bianca, he's in love. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's so cheap. That's so reductive. And- but what I love about this movie, though, is that they do that. And then, you know, he gets burned for it. And that's not the thing that normally happens. Yeah. Normally what happens is he falls in love with her at first sight and everything. Eventually he gets the girl and everything worked out. She becomes the prize to be won. Yeah. And what I I think this is is another reason why I always really liked this movie. And in fact, I think this is a better version of Taming the Shrew because Taming the Shrew ends a little differently. Yeah. Fuck Shakespeare. Yeah. That's that's an interesting thing I want to talk about. (laughs) It is that you can't do a modern day version where the moral is the same. Yeah. The moral is definitely changed. Yeah, totally. But the the fact that like in both scenarios, you know, it didn't instead it played out, you know, the way that it really should where he gets burned and then she realizes that she made the wrong mistake and then they end up falling for each other for the right reasons instead of the, oh, you're just hot and I saw you. Yeah. Yeah. It did. It did not end as badly as it started. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what, and, you know, the same thing with, like, I would have, I would take major issue with this film if she didn't have that line right at the end where she says, you can't buy me a guitar every time Mm -hmm. that you fuck up. Because if she didn't say that, then the moral (laughs) of this story would have been like, oh, he just buys her a present and everything's fine, you know, but like, she's still like standing up for herself and her beliefs and as opposed Mm -hmm. to Taming of the Shrew, Mm -hmm. the ending is 
a lot more on well, the man. Just to explain the ending for the, I guess the people yeah. who may not I'm know out there. Not so, familiar. Taming of the Shrew is all about training your wife to be obedient. Yes. Um. So the ending is that everybody's happy and everybody's married, and Katarina, who's Cat, um, is Patricia's wife, and. He puts her through these series of tests, basically showing how obedient she is now. Whereas basically Bianca tortures the fuck out of he her. He tortures her, and she does everything that he asks of her. And that is the first time that he actually says, "Okay, I love you," because she's so obedient. She would like be in pain and do whatever he asks her to do. Oh my god! Whereas Bianca, who was the prize the whole time, reveals herself to be this selfish shrew. And Petruchio gets the last laugh to all the other suitors saying, enjoy your disobedient wives and walks off happily with his wife, which is not a moral that people would agree yeah. with today. <laughs> yeah. It's a little dated. And a little dated. Not that I'm going to be like Shakespeare expert. By far, I am not Shakespeare expert. But I think it's interesting that Shakespeare could tell a story that had really broad comedy and really dark drama. And you can't put two conflicting tones in a movie at least a modern movie. Yeah. And so it, it certainly wouldn't have worked as a movie if they told all of that stuff. And it would have had a very disturbing uh, moral to it if that were the point of <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. But like all that stuff where he basically tortures Katarina. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. We don't get to see Keith Ledger do that. Well, no, this is a very different story in that he doesn't tame her by But it's it's beating her down. <laughs> yeah. It's not that different. Like the first half of it is very similar, shockingly similar. Yeah, uh, he doesn't really starve her. Yeah, but, I mean, all you know, of that darker stuff pulled out. Like, yeah, all of the players are the same, and there's very little punishing that's done to the girl in this. Yeah, it's a lot of like winning her over, but it, it is a modern day adaptation in that it's all positive reward instead mm-hmm. of a lot of negative beating down to win <laughs> her over. But I like that idea. It's like you can't get married until your sis, your older sister is married. Like, how do we turn that into high school drama? That mm. you can't date until your sister is dating is pretty flimsy, and mm. only makes sense in context of tra- Taming of the Shrew. Yeah. Like, no dad yeah. would ever do that. Yeah, but I think they did a good job of setting up the dad's character to kind of be yeah. this unstable guy yeah. that got left by his wife. All he has is his daughters, and he doesn't want them to leave. And or grow up and or get pregnant. Well, that yeah, that extends into the world they created in this movie because mm-hmm. everything is so cartoony. The adults, yeah. yes, the adults are cartoony. Yeah, and, and even uh, the yeah, even a the lot kids, of kids are too. Yeah, it, it's you know like the uh, bogey or whatever the mm-hmm. you know that he's just on screen being a goof. And or the white rastas, white rastas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like true. every side character in this movie was was ridiculous. And, yeah. Uh, I think that that lets leaves room for a ridiculous premise to make sense. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I think Larry Miller sells that as the dad. Like you mm-hmm. can buy goofy shit from that dude. Yeah, and I yeah. wish I'd done a better job of catching the side character you talked about. Oh um, yeah, Heath Ledger's friend, the goth guy who's yeah. always talking about it doing things. He has no lines in this movie, but if you watch, he's just like throughout the movie. Even though he looks like way more punk and like hardcore than Heath Ledger because he's got this mohawk and stuff and piercings, he's the one that's like constantly like putting out his cigarette in class or like taking away the knife or whatever from him in the <laughs> background. It's pretty great. There's like, just so much in the background in the yeah. movie that's. I really enjoy watching extras sometimes 
Mm. And there was an extra in the party scene dancing who is getting it. Yeah, I think she I saw was it. Like, mm, she was <laughs> <Yeah>. into it. <laughs> I love stuff like that. With the silent dancing. Yes, at yeah. the end credits. Shout out to the props department. There are multiple times in this movie where we're dying looking at like what the details in the room were. Yeah. <laughs> And like, uh, there's also, you know, like, I love the fact that he cuts a hole in his French book, but Cameron continues to use the French book with the hole in it the whole time, you know? Yeah, like all the way to the end. It's like subtle little touches like that, but it really makes a well fleshed out, you know? Yeah. I think my, my favorite joke, though, was the, who knocked up your sister? Yeah. She's wearing the pregnancy belly. <laughs> yeah. So good. I think it's interesting too because you know you're totally right, Nick, that they do the the male perspective of I just saw that woman and I love her, but they also I feel like do a good job at doing the female perspective, um, which and you know you got to remember when this movie came out, like I don't that wasn't I feel like a popular perspective that you saw a lot mm-hmm. in films. This yeah, was very much the common. Um, way of portraying love, like oh, guy Caesar falls mm-hmm. in love right away. Like, yeah, I would say this came out right around the same time as she's all that, right? I I think Sounds it's right. close. They're very and, like, similar to me. The juxtaposition between the two, like this, is the way better movie. Yeah, because the other one is the epitome of like, oh, oh. all a girl needs to be is pretty in order to be loved, mm-hmm. and like the epitome of all the things you hate about that style. Yeah, totally. she's all that was the next year. Yeah, so they <laughs> somebody saw this movie <laughs> and they were like, "I'm gonna make that, but without all the women's rights things." <laughs> <laughs> Screw that feminist bullshit. Yeah. So why was Julia Stiles mad at Heath Ledger after the party? Because she was rejected by him. Yeah. So that's a, a thing that bugs me a lot in movies. That if you had thirty seconds more of a conversation. If you had mm-hmm. 10 seconds more of a conversation, yeah, this but just would 18. not be an issue. Yeah. But they're yeah, 18. Maybe. Yeah. Like, I know. You like, wouldn't have that conversation. Yeah. You'd I'll, overreact. She's, I mean, let's uh, let's face it. I love Julia Stiles' character, but she's a bitchy 18-year-old girl who's, you who know. overreacts to everything. Yeah, yeah. And so she just got offended because it's what she does. Mm-hmm. With the best little huffy reactions. Yeah. Yep. Very good at being offended. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she's got that on lock. <laughs> also, too, that was really only like their first time going out, right? Yeah, it so was. So it was pretty new. So she's like, you've put all this effort into coming after me, and I finally go on a date with you, and I try to kiss you, and you reject me. So mm-hmm. she's probably just like, what the fuck is your problem? And, yeah, and she was drunk, which means not functioning logically. Yeah. Right. So... I which, buy it. Which in his court is a noble thing yeah, that exactly. he didn't kiss her. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was fine. It's just, it, it bugs me when movies are propelled forward by a thing that could be solved. Yeah. By like talking 10 seconds longer. <laughs> or see also Lost. It's like every time somebody asks a question, if the other person had just answered that question, yeah. Lost would have been over a lot quicker. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Friends because I feel like, I love Friends, but I feel like that's a lot of the episodes Maybe. too. It's mm-hmm. like I don't remember Friends. Eh, as well. They just had a, you know, ten minute conversation. All the shenanigans wouldn't have happened. But, but we like shenanigans. I know. I love that show so much. Did anybody else feel like um, 
what's his name again? Uh, I feel like David Crumholtz totally just like steals this. I was movie. just trying yeah, to bring that, that up great. actually. Yeah. That I, I did not recognize that back then, but as of today, you're talking. He was the villain kid, or like the the rich kid, right? No, no. He was oh. the, the guy helping he, him. He's the he's AV a, he club guy. Up, oh, up no, I, I was going to say, who was the guy who played the... Uh, the bad guy? The te- quote-unquote bad rich kid. Yeah. His name is else. Andrew Keegan. Oh, my God. He cracked me up the whole movie. Nice. He's hilarious. The fight. Oh, Ooh, a fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little more enthusiastic than that. It was so good. I would agree with you about Crumholtz. Like, yeah. I don't know, especially there's this one bloopers thing in the end credits. It's like, he's 18 years old, but he looks like he's like a cat he's, skill yeah. stand-up comedian. He's always been like a 45-year-old yeah. <laughs> Jewish like, guy. I get a prophylactic. Jewish comedian. <laughs> yeah. But he's he's great. I can't remember what I've seen him in, but now that I saw him on screen, it's like, yeah, I've definitely seen that guy. He's good. He, he's a that face. <laughs> he's in the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. He's yes. like the lead he's, elf. Yes. Again, he like totally steals the film. Um, let's see what else he's in. He's yeah, he's like been in a bunch of stuff where you're like, oh yeah, that guy. Oh, looks like he was in Hail Caesar. Oh, oh, oh yes, okay. Wait, who was he in Hail Caesar? He was the leader of the communist writers. Oh, Dude, oh. he's the writer from 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 um our favorite show, Once Upon a Time. No, he's he, not. No, that's he not looks the same just guy. like that guy. But okay. no, that's a different actor. Damn. Looks like he was also in This Is the End. But he's like, in oh, a lot of yeah. Stuff. Yeah, this is the end. That- I really liked Hail Caesar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hail Caesar is great. Yeah. It was an odd, interesting movie. But yeah. I, that's, that's what the Coens are doing now. Yeah. Just weird stuff. I liked weird. it better than Serious Man. Really? <laughs> I really like Serious Man. You would. I need to watch that one again. I did too. We went and saw it all together, I think, and then I was the only oh, one yeah. that liked it at the time. That was the one that was just basically building to one scene with J.K. Simmons at the end that was glorious, right? That's mm-hmm. the, the one Very I'm thinking slow build. It's just yeah. a suburban so, was, house. Yeah, two hours just to get to that scene with J.K. Simmons at the end. Yeah. I still liked it. <laughs> I right. like how there was a scene in this movie where identical scene to PCU where they're just walking around like there's this group of people and they're crazy. Here's, here's cowboys and here's Rasta people. And like, here's the different groups of people on campus. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cartoony, but it's, well, it's funny because like the school that me and Sam went to in Ash, mm-hmm. like that was literally the division cowboys. Like you could look oh, in God. one direction and see people yeah. like, like, like the caricatures of, yeah. Cowboys Absolutely. and look in the other direction and see like yeah. the nerd pile. Yeah. yeah. Like, there was a day that went down in infamy in my school where the cowboys got their asses kicked because on Cinco de Mayo they ran through the Cinco de Mayo celebration oh, no. with an American flag and got jumped. Yeah, they got mobbed. Oh my God. <laughs> Welcome to Napa. Racist wow. as fuck. Not so nice. <laughs> yeah. As, uh, failing to, to ask the question of how many Latinos are actually at this school? Yeah. Uh, you're probably <laughs> so <many>. outnumbered. <laughs> so many. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's that was the other thing that made me feel like it's very Mean Girls. I don't know if you've seen Mean Girls, but they do the exact same gag in Mean I'm, Girls. It's a p- interesting pointing that out because every single high school movie now has that trope that starts mm-hmm. the movie that way. Like more recently, Easy A did that. Oh, did it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I liked Easy A. I remember like I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. It was filmed in Ojai. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would like to point out that this movie was almost a dick flick. (laughs) Yeah, it came a few inches, literally. Yes. If that sister had punched just a little bit harder, what a change genres right there. Driven that nose bone into the brain. That's another scene I really like is like the classic scene you would have seen is Cameron would have beat the pretty boy up. Yes. But she beat him up. I liked that. That was a great twist. Yeah, like I just feel like as I just remember as a young girl watching this film, I was like, fuck yeah, girls kick ass, you know? <laughs> that's, how, that's how the movie made me feel, I guess. Girls go can punch be irrationally violent, too. <laughs> Maybe I related to it as well, because I also beat up boys, but... <laughs> okay. So I guess I'll say, like, I didn't hate this movie. It wasn't, like, my favorite, but there was there was some fun farce in it. But yeah, it seemed a little cliche with, you know, the the high school stuff. I feel like, you know, Lloyd Dobler holding the stereo above his head, you know, is the quintessential like trying to win the girl back by doing something dramatic. Mm-hmm. And anytime another movie tries to do something like that, all I can see is Lloyd Dobler holding the radio above his head and it's never as good. Really? Because if I were to compare those two, what Heath did was way better. <laughs> okay. But isn't that, I think it, they they want you to draw the comparison. Yeah. That is now such a famous scene. It's in like our mm-hmm. just back of our mind gestalt of like what all romantic comedies do. Yeah, it's not a movie moment. It's like, it's, it's a, it's shadows back. of that callback. Yeah. 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 Which, so they want you to th- be thinking of that. It's just their take on it. Their homage. Yeah. But you pulled out your, boombox and you pressed play or you had an entire band learned a song it wasn't the the difficulty of or the complexity of the thing it's what it meant to them as characters that i think was much more impactful hmm. well i've never seen the other movie so <laughs> i will say yeah i, I seen could it be either. talking out of my ass okay we're we putting say anything at the top of the okay. list okay good because that is an important movie. That would be yes. an interesting one because I feel like that's one that's colored by your preference right it now. It certainly may be. Yeah. But well, like by his and by like societies. Like it's like cuz it it's it's everyone knows that. They do. Even if they've never seen the movie. But yeah. I I think I I watched it, I don't know, a few years ago and I definitely was like, okay, like I appreciate it. Like it seems mm. like it was a movie that was important at a certain point in time. But like those movies that you go back and watch that don't hold up because we progressed. It's kind of like, I wouldn't watch this now in a theater and be like, wow, that's amazing. Because our level, our bar has been risen. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Maybe we'll have to have Marissa back. (laughs) No more romantic comedies. (laughs) Nick's sitting in the corner over here like, shut up. I've known you for I don't know how many years and I've constantly put you in like, haven't I put you in romantic comedy type things? <laughs> like have now you? I'm learning. They're like, like romantic with a horror twist. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'm... I gotta say, have, have you? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, is I... is hold up a romantic comedy? I think sort it's of. more sort of. than that. Like, I, yeah. 
Yeah, there's shades of it there, but shades. that's not the point. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Here Die I am Hard. Here you about your movie. And no, <laughs> please. This is what Which, you're trying to say as a director. You can watch it on YouTube, by the way. <laughs> Indeed. But yeah, so that's that's my impression. It's it was good. It was fun. There are other movies that have done like the things that I liked about this movie. There are other movies that have done it better. But I certainly think there's a lot of value to this movie. I think there's a lot of fun to it. And it was really enjoyable seeing those three actors, you know, basically being sprung out into the world. Like, check mm-hmm. out these three awesome actors who went on to do other great stuff. I uh, I compare the stereotypicalness of this to, uh, I, we were, I was talking about it earlier because it was kind of the, the same theme, Heather's. Oh, I've always wanted to no. see Heather's. You would Everybody like always claimed that this is an amazing movie. I, I, I want to put it on the list. <laughs> Despite the fact that it was on Comedy Central every day for a couple of years, I've never really seen oh, it. Oh, God. There's nothing really? funny like, about it. I've never even heard of it. It's know. weird to me that it's a, it's an all, it's a mostly chick-driven like cast, right? Yeah. But There's, I've only ever heard men tell me it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Be- huh. It's like, it's it's just, it's the stereotypical high school thing but if it's turned into a dick flick <laughs> and people got actually injured and killed did yeah. Winona Ryder drive somebody's nose bone into their brain uh, this would be awesome <laughs> did something, something worse like that. than that oh shit it was, it's, a, need to it's check a pretty fucking brutal movie yeah okay. <laughs> really All right. Wow. maybe for Halloween or something oh it's like a drama it's like a horror, horror. movie oh shit Wow, why is oh. it on comic? Or why was it on comic? I don't know. So Christian Slater. I think you could you could say it was like a dark comedy. Okay, where you don't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's that dark. <laughs> <laughs> so is that your your final thoughts on it, Brett? Uh, my final thoughts on this was I I mean, like everyone else in the room, I enjoyed watching it, but it's definitely not the the even the top of the list for high school stories, you know, uh, I think mostly I'm, I just miss Heath Ledger and I, and I want to watch all the Heath Ledger movies. Can we watch Night's Tale now? Can we go on like a Heath Ledger spree? Heath Ledger-thon. (laughs) Ledger-thon. One of those, one of those actors that's, uh, um, yeah, just everything. I I don't think there's a Heath Ledger movie that I don't like. Have you seen Dr. Parnassus? I have not seen that one. I think it's a good movie, but it's hard to like. Yeah, we were talking about that on the drive here because we were. I was like, "Pop quiz, hot shot. What's the <laughs> <laughs> what's the last movie Heath Ledger did?" And it, it's that one, but it's it's just a. I couldn't. I couldn't get through it. Yeah, it's a weird. Do you think it? Do you think it would have? I have haven't seen it. Obviously, the answer is no. The, would it have been better if he got to do the whole thing? W- wouldn't have made any difference. No? No. I mean, it's, it's clearly a different movie. It's, it's, it made Terry Gilliam be even more Terry Gilliam. Like, I would believe that Terry Gilliam had the idea to do that shit anyway. Like, it just seems right with Terry Gilliam. But it's like, yeah, it, it's, there's a lot of great stuff, but it's not the best movie. Yeah, I love Terry Gilliam, too. So it's, it's like... I'm surprised that I couldn't really. Maybe I should give it another try. I don't know. It's definitely worth checking out. Yeah. 
So what do you think, Sam? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah? There's a few Still? parts that kind of I felt were dated um, and definitely not appropriate for movies to come out now. Uh, like the whole flashing scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was weird and inappropriate, but I'm willing to overlook that because I thought the rest of it was very charming. I might have misheard it, but uh, the sister fighting in the staircase scene, uh, the Bianca said something, and I like wasn't really paying attention, and I just heard her shout, read hard. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. You can't you can't even say that anymore. Did she? Throwback no. Thursday. <laughs> like stuff that was okay in the 90s. <laughs> So what do you think, Ash? Have you changed your mind? Is it terrible? No, I still love it. I love it so much. I think it reaffirmed how much you love oh, it. Oh, yeah. I've been actually wanting to rewatch this movie for a while now. So it was it was lots of fun to rewatch it. And um, I think it actually like really holds up, in my opinion. I was surprised because I thought... I thought there would be more 90s-ness mm-hmm. and there really wasn't that much. You know, there is like some with the clothing and the hairstyles, but like it wasn't as bad as I thought. And um, yeah, <laughs> and I just Thank I God. really uh, I really like the writing in this film, which is something that I didn't make the connection to when I was younger, you know, but now mm-hmm being older and being more experienced as a filmmaker, I'm like, oh, wow, this is really well written. There's just like joke after joke after joke. You know, if you really listen to the dialogue, it's like set up, pay off. You know, even small things like we see the gym teacher get shot with the arrow and then we cut to detention and he goes to sit down on the desk and then he's like, oh, painful. And he stands <laughs> up, you know, just like really small little details that um, just keep you laughing through the whole film. Yeah, and very few of them seemed like they were wedged in there. Like it was really yeah, natural. Basically. It all seems very planned. Uh, and I also really liked um, another thing that I didn't really notice before in the past I really like these sort of sweeping tracking camera shots that they did throughout the film where like, um, you know, they'll be following the characters through the quad and it's Mm -hmm. one shot as they go. And then sometimes it's circling them and as it's circling them and they're talking about Bianca and the other guy, we see the other guy talking to Bianca in the background and you know, for that part of the conversation. And then we circle back to where we're focused on them again. You know, there's like a lot of stuff where I think the direction and the cinematography in the film was really planned out and really thought out in a way that nowadays that just would have been a lockdown tripod shot, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Even that, the, the fight scene where they ended up in the party where they went through the window is just two random people fighting and they right. went through the window. It's just a really good shot. Yeah. And it's or interesting th- that we've not heard of this director. Yeah. You know, or the um, the the hair bald thing and oh, we yeah. rack from the <laughs> television to his bald head. You know, there's like just really like well thought out shots yeah. that, that I think really drew you into the environment. Um. Yeah, it is surprising. So did he not do anything else after? Oh, this? he's got a huge IMDb list. Oh, it's a lot of TV not well known. and movies that you don't know, but it's like Yeah. Seemed pretty good, at least from what we saw here. Yeah. Or like even stuff like I I don't know. I was just watching it and thinking like I would have never thought to have put the camera there. There's the scene where Bianca goes to talk to her dad 
when he's exercising and she's like, the prom is happening and we're on like level ground with them. And then when she says that and he like shoots his stretchy thing off into the neighbor's yard, we cut to this like bird's eye view angle of them and the little stretchy thing goes flying past the camera. And I was just like, man, I would have never thought to like put the camera up there so high and like pointed down at them. Then it's huh. just an interesting angle that really emphasized that joke. And I think you felt that while watching it too. Like it didn't feel monotonous. It didn't mm-hmm. feel like too much of the same where story wise, the story was a lot of the same sort of similar situations repeating. Yeah. And I think that's that true. really helped to make it more Not. diverse and mm-hmm. more visually appealing. Yeah, and the, clearly they like used this beautiful Seattle high school to their advantage. Yeah. You know, if it Hogwarts. wasn't it's Shawshank Prison, <laughs> <laughs> if it was at any other high school, it might not have been as ridiculous. interesting. Yeah. All right, Marissa, counterpoint. Tell us why it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I actually so. All this is not my favorite genre, and I, that's why I think, if anything, I was pleasantly surprised that I enjoyed so much of it. Um, and I do completely agree that even though I am not as good at catching what's going on with the cinematography, there were many times where I thought, you know, the way it was filmed made it funnier. Yeah. And um, also just I really loved the world that they created with the side characters, you know, Miss Perky and her (laughs) book as a running gag. Like they I mean, and they seem to kind of hint at this with the the bloopers at the end. But it seems like they did create like a really fun atmosphere on set. Yeah. Where they probably created some funny bits just from screwing around together and having fun. Mm -hmm. And I think that really came through where like. I still don't care for the romantic comedy, (laughs) but I enjoyed so many of the side characters that I didn't mind that it was a romantic comedy. So no, no counterpoint. counterpoint. What now? (laughs) I think that's to me like the most, I think that's what draws me as a director to comedy is because to me, I just want to have fun and like on set and like have a good time and joke around. And that's, you know, comedy just completely lends itself to that. So it's, you can tell that they just had a fucking ball making this, yeah. this movie. Yeah. I, I think Heath Ledger had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make out with Julia Stiles all the time. So that is 10 things I hate about you. Uh, thanks for, thanks for joining us for that. So, Marissa, where are we going to get more of your stuff? Um, well, if you a check last dash, yeah, <laughs> we have a project coming out mm-hmm. uh, soon-ish. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, yes. in the next month or so. <laughs> We're not going to hopefully, hopefully before March sixth, <laughs> when it's been a year since we shot. Oh my it. god. <laughs> wow! So we're excited for that. Yeah, um, very much. It's, um, a, it's a Fallout Four parody for all you video game fans. And for anybody who does watch Lifetime Movie Network, not Lifetime, but I actually have some comedy things coming out there. Ooh, ooh um, that's awesome! On two separate series, there's My Crazy X, and then their spinoff series, My Crazy Sex. Oh, oh yes. Um, <laughs> And I had a lot of fun shooting comedy stuff on somewhat of a TV situation for once because usually I'm just getting killed. 
I don't die this time. Nice. But you I don't get covered in blood. I am in a funeral home. Oh. But I don't die in it. <laughs> but you don't you're, die. You're just followed by death. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. I'll, I'll cover you in blood soon, I'm sure, for some shoot. Please, please do. That's the important end of that sentence yeah. for some shoot. <laughs> we'll cover you in blood again. So that does it for this episode of Let's Rewatch. If you like the show, this is part of the Laugh Stash TV network of content. It's this show (laughs) and a YouTube channel (laughs) that has video game parodies, a drinking show, a cooking show, and other stuff. No dogs. (laughs) And uh, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow Laugh Stash at Laugh Stash TV, or you can follow this podcast at Let's Rewatch, and you can tweet at us movie suggestions. And I messed up again. And I didn't. Oh, you didn't take a picture. I didn't take a picture of the movie and post it again. I'm sorry, guys. But it, we could still post something, maybe. Yeah. Um, we'll but, call uh, out all those names on our next, next podcast. Yeah, next, next one. Sorry, we we're distracted by lots of dogs playing. Um, but tweet at us movie suggestions. If you have movie suggestions, we'd love to add them to our list. And if you love joining us for our Valentine's Day special edition, oh, please Valentine's Day. please show us some love and review us on iTunes or Google Play Music. And we'll be doing this every two weeks, so be sure to keep your podcast subscriptions up to date and join us again in two weeks for another episode of Let's Rewatch. Yeah, next time we're going to be watching They Saved Hitler's Brain. Oh, oh File save. <laughs> no, RM star. <laughs>